everybody. Welcome to the YamCast. My name is Erica. And I am Chris. Yam actually stands for Young Adult Ministry. So the goal of this podcast is to talk about college and young adult ministry and how to effectively do that. Yeah. And the music in our episode is from our lovely friend Brian Nielsen and James DeWall. He just makes us sound so good. All right, we're back with the recap of the Book of Judges. I bet you're excited to go all the way back through it again, huh? Here's how I'll describe it. It's a dumpster fire. <laughs> Throw it away. Just kidding. When you walk you out in the things. alley and the dumpster's on fire and you think, I don't know what to do with that. That's pretty much what this is. Do I put it out? Do I let it go? Right. I don't think there's a fire extinguisher big enough for me to deal with that. But it's a dumpster, so it just should be on fire. So just like let it be. And we sh- if I leave it alone, it probably is just fine. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the book of Judges. Watch it to make sure it doesn't get out of hand. And, and before we totally jump into the recap of the book of Judges, a quick shout out to the bulls <laughs> and the bears and every sport that I'm missing right now. I don't even watch sports as much as I used to, but it's still... But now you're really missing it? Yeah. So this is a shout out. If you hear this podcast, anybody on any of those teams and you want to give us some tickets, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'd love to take those and and uh, experience an empty stadium where we watch some players play Gosh, getting a, a good social distance tour. That would be great. I'm down. Sign me up. So thanks. Thanks, Ryan Pace, for making that happen. <laughs> we'll tag you. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so seriously, though, uh, the recap of the book of Judges. Judges 1 started with the land is now theirs. Take it. Make it yours. And they don't do it. And then Judges 2 on is pretty much just them repeatedly messing up, right? The land with those repercussions. The land has major issues. The land needs rest. So who gives them rest but the judges? Mm -hmm. And so these individuals rise up. They're just local leaders who become slightly more regional leaders, the if you notice through the whole book of judges, the judges actually never have like real armies behind them. They don't have like a government. They're just kind of someone who rises up and then everyone follows them. But the the key thing that we pointed out over and over again, and you need to hear it, is everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Sometimes that little phrase is attached to there was no king in Israel in those days. Sometimes that phrase is not attached to there was no kingdom in Israel in those days. But so basically the whole book at some point either says there was no king in Israel in those days or everyone did was right in their own eyes or there was no king in Israel in those days and so everyone did was right in their own eyes. It's kind of like the combo that you're supposed to be noticing all the way through the whole book. And it started off with a couple of judges that were kind of good, you know. Othniel. We were like, yeah, Othniel Ehud. and Deborah and Ehud were like, yeah. And then we they get did to, pretty good. And then we move on to Samson and we're like, oh, this is not good. And then we move on to 19 through 21 where we're like, there's Don't forget no- Gideon. I'm not, but there's oh. no judge in 19 through 21, and it's just a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. And if you missed that, you know, go back and listen to the last episode, dig into that one. Uh, I don't want to go through it again. So that's basically the book of Judges. Anything you would add to the storyline or the overall concept? I mean, I'm trying to keep it really brief here because we have a fun recap show ready to go. But um, I mean, did we want to kind of just briefly say each one and what they are kind of known for? Sure. Just to remind everybody. So we said Othniel yep. didn't really do anything crazy, but he did marry Caleb's um, daughter. Yep. But that's basically it. Like he, he won this battle, got the daughter, became the judge, whatnot. Ehud. The American dream. The American dream. <laughs> Ehud is the lefty with the fat king who, who loses his knife yep. and the guy loses his bowels. Greatest experience of our lives. 
And then Shamgar, one verse, but the best one of them all. And he kills 600 of the Philistines with an ox goad. Awesome. Then we have Deborah, who keeps Barak on the straight and narrow. She takes them into um, into battle, basically, because Barak is like, I don't want to do this by myself. And then another woman comes in, Jael, and she kills the one they're after with a tent peg. Yep. Right? Um, and then we move into Gideon. Gideon has quite a few chapters on him. He is kind of a fearful, scared person often and needs a lot of reassurance to continue to keep going. So he probably is the – him and Samson are probably the most well-known and Deborah. But he – God dwindles his army. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They scare him with a bunch of jars and stuff and they end up killing each other. And Mason jars. Yep. <laughs> They're just crafting. I mean, it went wrong. Mason jars and uh, what are those wooden spoons? Just <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, That's and then he built himself an ephod at the end. Um, they kind of want him as king, and he's like, no, gotcha, be your king. And we're like, yay, Gideon. And then we're like, oh, man, you kind of made yourself this ephod to kind of look kind of great. Right. But then his son, Abimelech, does not become a judge, but does try to take over, kills his brothers. All at the same time. Seems. And creates a whole bunch of really bad storylines. Yep. And then we have Tola and ja- 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 Jair. <laughs> maybe I should just move that. Should be like, ja- 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 Jair? I like that. Anyways, um, remember Tola was the son of Pua, son of Dodo. So he had like a great <laughs> descendant storyline going on there. Yep. And Jair had the 30 sons with the 30 donkeys. Yep. And then we go into Jephthah who was technically abandoned by his family, and then they brought him back in. And he doesn't do horrible until he decides to do this, you know, vow of killing his daughter. (laughs) You act like that's such a minor little... He was so great, except for he killed his daughter. Except for he kind of did this thing at the very end that makes everything else overshadowed to be horrible. So... Right. And that's kind of what he's known for. Then we got three little guys that nobody knows anything about. Yep. Ibzan, Elon, and Abdon, the... Best boy band in history. Um, bye, bye, bye. So Ibzan is the one who brings in this. He brings in 30 people for his 30 sons. 30, not people. Daughters, wives for his sons. Um, Elon, nothing amazing. He's just from Zebulon. And he's and firing then... satellites in the skies that are causing everyone to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> different. Ah. E- is that a different Elon? I didn't. I don't think so. Same I think guy. that's spot on. Same guy. And then Abdon has the 40 sons with the 40, or sorry, what is it? It's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of people, and they all have their own donkeys. Right, he's the worst. 70, sorry, 30 sons and 40 sons, 30 grandsons, and they all have donkeys. Yep, worst car dealer in the world. Yep, you get a donkey, you get a donkey, you get a donkey. And then Samson, dun da 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 and he- Probably the most famous. I mean, he does some real fun things. But probably the least- should should not be famous. Yeah, don't. I don't know don't, how to say that. Don't follow him, but like you want to watch what he's doing because it's fun to watch. So right. Um, I mean, he is the one that carries the gate. He sets the foxes on fire and takes care of the field. Kills some people. He's got the long on. hair, and they cut it, and then Take, he's got nothing, and they gouge out his eyes. Takes a donkey jawbone, kills a bunch of people with it. I mean, that one's pretty stinking sweet. Totes legit, as the kids say um, these days. And then, and then yeah, then we go into Micah. Micah, who has 
stole the money, but then gave it back. <laughs> gets all the cool little trinkets made for him, and he has his own. He gets his own priest, the Levite, and then the Danites take him and all of his little trinkets, and go up and you know reconvene somewhere else up north. And then you've got the Levite and the concubine that we just read about last week. Yeah, that's that's basically it, right? Like I said, it's a dumpster fire. But you don't want to look away. Yeah, it's exactly right. You want to keep watching. It's a dumpster fire. Yeah. It's a train wreck that you can't. You're like, no, this is terrible. Stop. Don't let me but watch. What are you going to do next? And I can't stop looking at this. This is terrible. How can you make it anywhere? Oh, you cut the person into 12. Pe- that's that. I didn't see that coming. It's true. That's awesome. And very, very true. All right. So there's the recap. Now, what we thought would be fun with the Book of Judges, and we would love to get your interaction on the Insta. Please. Or Facebook. So we're going to post, yeah, p- Facebook, Instagram. We're going to post this stuff on there. You're going to have a chance to see kind of what we decide here. But we thought we'd bring in our producer slash engineer. He's been chomping at the bit. How many other titles can we give him? I'll take as many as you give me. There you go. His name is James. Mm-hmm. And he is- Hi, man. He has jumped in occasionally- very quietly in the background. Usually, like if you hear a ding, that's not our phone. It could <laughs> be his. It's his phone. Right. Or if there's a random laugh that you didn't expect to hear because it sounds like, you know, Far away. one of us changed our voice or something. Or we have a demon inside of us or something. <laughs> uh, no, that was James back shout in the background. Shout out to Rick. Yeah. Shout out to Rick, James's extra voice and in the back of his head. It's never known so it's James, come out. James is a fun student that we have known for years and we love having him around. And we, we tasked him with helping us do this. And he has been awesome. So we thought we'd we'd shoot him, you know. I don't know. Should we shoot him? No. Oh shoot, my! Shoot him some uh, shoot some props dead. is what yes. I want to say, but I yes. didn't know how to say that because I'm not cool anymore. You guys let us know what are the cool kids yeah, saying these yeah, days? What are the kids saying these days? Uh, None hey, of this. <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. We're we've enjoyed watching some of the superlative episodes, whether it's on you know Jimmy Fallon or other things, and so we thought oh, we would create a superlatives episode with the judges. This could be a total dumpster fire, but I don't think it's going to be. But you're not going to want to stop watching just like judges. So let me start with the first category. This superlative is who's most likely to be that guy. And you know know the eyes that are like that guy, like your head tilt and you're like. Put this in parentheses. Roll your eyes a little bit. Could be, you know, in high school or something else, but that guy. So most likely to be that guy. Who you got? I, I went with um, the king. What, what's his name? Fat King. Oh, Eglon. Eglon. That's a great one. I just, I just kind Fatty of, fe- fat. I kind of feel like everyone who lived there, they just like hear Eglon. They're like, oh, that guy. Relieving himself again. And usually that guy is a guy that has everything, yeah. right? And Eglon was fat because he was eating everything in sight. And, it, yeah, and everybody knows stuff, ho-hos, man. ho-hos and ding-dongs galore. Mm-hmm. Very, com- very common in the city of Jericho. Yeah. Ding-dongs and ho-hos. Those pastries. <laughs> Those. <laughs> uh, so I, I said Micah would have been that guy, like has to have his own priest, has to have all the best stuff. You know, I just, I, I really thought he was like, oh, it's Micah. Like, like even when he's walking up, I feel like the Danites are like, oh gosh, here he is. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would be that guy? I think uh, the fact that Gideon makes an ephod. <laughs> You're like seriously. Yeah, back to our you know long shirted 
you know, wor- worship leader <laughs> comment that we had in the podcast. Like just this idea of this, here he is again, that guy. You just like see him coming and you're like, he has to wear that every yeah. <laughs> Is he wearing the ephod again? Of course he is. This is ridiculous. Like, I don't even want to look, but I, he's wearing that and that and that. Yep. That's not so. Does he even wash that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that he does. Might not be possible. Uh, All right. What's another category we had? So we, the next one we had was most likely to become a pastor, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> it's going to tell us a lot about how you feel about pastors, <laughs> depending on what it's you choose so here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, so who did you pick for this one? Right. So I picked Othniel, that he's the, he leads quietly, mm. doesn't really ruffle feathers. He actually is empowering people. Like I think he empowers his wife to actually go ask. Cause I was reading again and it does say that his ass, it looks like his wife says and asks him to ask his father, but then the wife goes and does it. So I'm like, maybe he empowered his wife to just, you go ask if you want that so bad. You can do it. I believe in you. So I think Othniel, he's like, I'm not going to do big things, but I'm going to get us some, some rest in my land. That's what I, that's what I said. Who you got James? I, I went with Samson. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm thinking like Samson, if he would have lived and like turned his life around, mm. like he, he remind his his like story reminds me of like, um like the pastors at like big conferences, yeah. Like every single one of them, like it's usually like Thursday, they share like their testimony, and all of them have the big like, oh, I messed up big time. But yeah. then I turned my life around. I'm like, if Samson turned his life around. He's like he's that guy. And then I got my eyes gouged out, and I was yeah. all for God. I can see it already. It's a yeah. big conference. Oh, yeah. He gets walked out on stage with someone else because he has no eyes. <laughs> and they hand him a microphone, <laughs> and his hair is super long. And he's like, "My hair wasn't always this long." And everyone's like, "What?" And they lean That's in. how it starts. <laughs> they lean in, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is so great." Maybe he actually tried to do that with the Philistines, but they just wouldn't listen to him. Yeah. Because it was quite a crowd there that day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. He, he walks out in front of everyone. What up, Philistines? <laughs> I see you, and you know I don't. You gouged him out. So I'm gonna go with two ends of the spectrum. All here. right. Let's see. So Joshua, I think, is the pastor that I would want. The one who's mm-hmm. actually faithful, follows through, does what needs to get mm-hmm. done. That's the guy I want to follow. He's humble. He walked with Moses, you know, so he's got a lineage of discipleship that's legit. That's it. Unfortunately, I think most people would think that the the Levite at the end of the book is the most <laughs> like the pastor. Like he's got something in the closet that no one's supposed to know about. Oh, it yep. gets out, you know, and then he and cuts takes it, everybody down with so it. So he cuts it into 12 parts and sends it throughout the whole country, making sure that everyone knows how bad he is and how messed up he really wow. is. So I don't, I, I would probably love it to be Joshua, but I know most people probably think it's us. Like when I hear, when, when I tell people like I'm a pastor, quite often the look in their eyes tells me two things. One, they're thinking about all the things they've just said to me that they're embarrassed about now. And so they're like, oh shoot, I should have reset that whole conversation. Or number two, they're like, this guy's creepy. I need to get away from him. And so one is, is one side of the equation is everyone thinks we're so holy that they can't talk to us like a normal person would. And the other side of it is that guy's hiding stuff and I don't want to know what it is. Mm-hmm. So that those are the two ends of the spectrum there. All right. We thought of a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely to be TikTok famous. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. What'd you do for that one? Right. I'm going to go with, with Gideon on this one. And here's why. I really want to I can know. imagine that at the start of his desire to go to battle, he's got 30,000 people and they do this massive flash mob. <laughs> 
And then, <laughs> and then, and then by the end of it, it's only down to 300, but that is a legit dancing crew that can do all the steps with him exactly. So I can almost see the TikTok starting off with Gideon and his huge army of people behind him. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But by the end of it, it's just him and this like fine tuned group of people with their jars that have candles inside of them and trumpets. Tell me that's not TikTok. Well, and I'm also but... thinking, was he really just threshing grain down there? Was he See, busting a move? He was busting a move. Yeah. He, he just he wanted to get He was waiting out there. for his moment. Yeah. And it came to him and he, he became. And famous. the angel was like, you're going to go dance. And he's like, I've been, I've been waiting for this. Yep. That's what I got. Who did you say? I, I said Delilah. But. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. Why it's, is she it's, famous? It's just like you said TikTok famous. It's like, oh, Delilah. It's like that seems like the most TikTok-ish person. <laughs> She's got a million followers. Everybody can't stop watching these videos. She like takes she, videos of Samson. And all, like, these high, like, all these high school boys. She is so yeah. hot. And, and like she, she's only famous because she knows Samson. Right. <laughs> Yeah, oh, say, totally. that, that's the only reason. Yeah. She milks it and then yeah, I like that. Did you say Samson or married to Kanye? I'm sorry, what was <laughs> <Keep going. laughs> There's our cultural reference for the day. All right, keep going. So I, I said Ehud because I think he would be like the dark horse that you would mm-hmm. not expect. Like he would right. be like the wait a second, who? He's doing what? Like yeah. You could, would see that go through your feet and you'd be like he could do that? He, yeah, he'd be very... I could also yeah. see Ehud doing the TikTok Bollywood style with a left-handed sword. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yep, I would like, see that too. If you could see my dance moves right there. They're pretty epic. I picked one that I thought would be really easy for us to decide. Uh, who is the most athletic? So... <laughs> Obviously, like I, I said, obviously Samson. Like, let's be real. He tore the gates and like carried them up a hill. But if I'm thinking of putting this in a yearbook, I'm like, he's the obvious choice. Right. Mm-hmm. And as a, you know, past high school student, you never really wanted to pick the obvious one. So you were one of the people that voted for the weird person to get like queen. Not necessarily the weird person, but the one I'm like, I actually like you. Gotcha. So I'm going to pick you, you know? So you went with? So I think Shamgar. Shamgar is the most athletic because he doesn't throw it in your face like Samson, but he still kills 600 Philistines with that ox gun. He's the Scotty Pippen. Yes. Right? Yep. Yep. Going back to the last dance. So I would say Samson's maybe the obvious one, but I would vote. Shamgar. If he were in my high school, I would vote for Shamgar. I like that. He's the nice guy. I like that. I have a very uh, unusual pick here. Oh, no. The angel of the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) boom. By far the most athletic person in the entire universe. (laughs) Like, I remember being a kid in youth group, you know, everyone was always talking about, like, man, if Jesus played cards, he'd know all the cards. Like, he would know exactly what you have in your hand. So, how can you not pick the angel of the Lord for the most athletic? Mm -hmm. Right? Legit. Mm -hmm. James, who do you have? I, I went with Erica on this one, but for a, a little bit different reason. I At first I was like, yeah, obviously Samson. But then I was like, what if Samson was just really strong, but he like, he like that's all he had. It's like, yeah. he, had, he okay. was this like really big dude mm-hmm. who doesn't look athletic at all, but like, he can pick up something heavy. But he doesn't have like coordination yeah. maybe. He's, he's like, or... not, he's like, he's good in one area. But then I was like, Shamgar's like, that dude just took out 600 people. Yes, like, I agree. Had to go with him. I like it. Yep, mm-hmm. I like the Shamgar. I like that you both had a Samson and Shamgar connection. That's good. I like that. Because, yeah, that's true. Just because he looks athletic. Right. 
That means he has to be an athlete and actually like do things, not just be strong. Right. There were a ton of really big dudes in high school that would not have been the most athletic. No, they, they, yeah. Right. But one of the shortest, like the year ahead of me, Jonathan Schneiderman, one of the shortest kids in our school was by far the best basketball player. He even went semi-pro for mm-hmm. a while. So he, you could tell he was athletic, but I don't know if you would have chosen him as most athletic, but he definitely was yes. most athletic. So yep. that's good. All right. <laughs> This is one of the ones in a few minutes here we're gonna we're gonna just like have like a lightning round of like weird categories we've all chosen. This was one of the ones that I chose, but I didn't want it to be lightning round. I wanted it to be like we thought mm-hmm. about it for a minute. Who would be most likely to succeed in a COVID nineteen confinement? Cause I'm going a little crazy. And I don't know about you guys. <laughs> this is nuts. And I'm tired of sitting in a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who who do you think would be the least likely to freak out in a COVID-19 confinement? James, what'd you pick? The millstone lady. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trapped in this tower. She uh, might be Rapunzel. I, I was, I was yeah. thinking more like she, she seems like kind of like a mom. Like she would be like, oh, we're surviving this. <laughs> we are doing this. <laughs> we are I getting like through this. Pull it together, kids. Here's a millstone. <laughs> like it. And, and, if, and if she gets bored, just throw a millstone out the window. <laughs> See who's down there and have fun. I like it. Um, I chose Lil Debbie. I thought she would delegate like none other. She would just be like, and you're going to do this, and you're going to do this, and why aren't you doing that like you're supposed to be doing that? And like she would just, like almost like effortless, like nothing's changed. It's it's business as usual. She'd just be sitting under her tree and just watching and telling people what to do. So I think Lil Debbie would do just fine. So I also chose Deborah, but for a totally different mm, reason. Okay. So Deborah, we meet her because she's underneath a tree talking to the Lord. I don't think she needs anyone else. True. In her entire life, I think she could spend the whole time just underneath that tree. She almost seems bothered when Barrick shows up. Go, you know I what I'm saying? I don't want that. I've been I've been in confinement for 62 days. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> it's it's not been 70 yet. I can't do this. <laughs> I don't need you in my life. Go away. Oh, that's great. All right. All right, the next one we have is best dressed. What do you got, Christopher? <laughs> Who'd you pick? Uh, uh, sorry, I was reading yours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, the the dark twisted part of my heart and humor wants me to pick the concubine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna throw that out there to let everybody kind of just go like, oh, that was really. That was bad, uh, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Caleb. I don't know why. I just think he's a solid warrior who's helping lead had the some, people. Probably had some good fashion. He probably sense. had a sweet outfit. You know, maybe a sword, maybe you know, maybe like golden underpants kind of things that you know. <laughs> Do you think he would have been a minimalistic, or would he have had like a few little flares? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I okay. but I I think you know he probably had some kind of sash or something that said I'm the greatest and. Probably on the back, though. Probably not the front. Maybe, yeah. But if I was going to go with like, like again, the dark, the dark <laughs> twisted part of my heart, either the concubine or Delilah, those are my two choices. But I'm going to or the never mind because it's sick and twisted. But yeah, James, who's the best dressed? I went with. Got to make sure. At Jair. The mm. th- thirty donkeys dude. Okay. Like, okay. If, if yep. he's got money for thirty donkeys, he's. He's got a nice dress shirt in his closet. Yep. Yep. I like it. 
I would. I would um, he pulls up on the fastest donkey and gets off, and you're like, that guy is dressed well. You're like, like, ooh. <laughs> pulls up on his donkey. Gucci flip-flops. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the Gucci sandals. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's the best. Okay, Erica, best dressed. Um, so I went with Gideon. Of course. Because he yeah. got that ephod. Yep. Mine was a little obvious, yeah. but it's the golden ephod. But that's yeah. I went with I went with the obvious choice on that one. All right, we we came up with one that I thought would get us the same answer, and I based on oh. your answer, it is the same as what I'm choosing. Oh, okay. Best family reunions. Which one of these characters had the best family reunions? And for example, here I wouldn't have gone with Samson because we don't know if he has any family. <laughs> so just actually, he might have liked that just him by himself. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's just him with a bunch of bones or something. Well, I mean. I mean, he had the mom and the dad, so that's at least something. For a know. while. Yeah, who knows? Until they realize they don't like him. And they're like, you're horrible. <laughs> Which might have been the best family reunion if we're talking about like a reality show style. You know, like True. they're yelling yeah. at each other, screaming, yep. why did you marry her? This I mean, because I went, I went with both. One that would be like good and the other one that would, you so know. go have. with the good one because that's who okay. I had. So I did Abdon, who's got his 70 sons with the 70 donkeys. I said that it would be like the Harley sitting out front or like, yep. you know, they all have the same car and you're like, oh... The Johnsons are having their family reunion again, or whatever it yep. might be. That yeah, they all come on in. But the one that I thought might be the most entertaining would be <laughs> Jephthah, because they they have like the most family issues because he was sent away because his dad, he's illegitimate basically, and right. so. But then they kind of bring him back in. So I thought he would have the most entertainment probably when they have their family reunion with like until he killed his daughter. There. Then there's really no reunion to have. <laughs> It's just him you know, at a table with an empty spot where his daughter used to sit. Like, oh, that would have been so great if I hadn't sacrificed her. Well, the and Lord. they probably banish him, too. They're like, you can't come. <laughs> You've ruined this. He has his own family reunions. So then, Chris, who do you have? Yeah. So we'll let him find it. I am going with Abdon because when I was a kid and we went to family reunions, it was always at the same park in Forreston. Yep. And I it mean, was mine like, in Forreston, right? It was park. always like potato salad and potato chips and Everyone kind of sized themselves up based on how nice their car was compared to everybody else. Do you know what I'm saying? Or just like their stories, like, oh, what have you done this last year? Right. Well, I've done this this and You know, if Uncle Rick showed up in the convertible, everyone was like, oh, he's really successful. He must have done well this year. The only family reunion worth going to is the one with 70 donkeys and 70 kids. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? They all yep. come rolling up. I almost imagine that all the donkeys had a slightly different color. Oh, you went with the blue model this year. That's a great idea. <laughs> you know? Oh, yours is gray. This is fantastic. And oh, the yellow one. That's very rare. Like, mm-hmm. I know my dad told me he gave me the red one, but he just got me the yellow, and it's fine. It's whatever it is. It is. It's whatever it is. <laughs> Did you find it? I, I I think I know which one it is. Just go but with I, it. I, I, I don't want to say the wrong name. He can edit this out himself. I say we, we can correct it if it's not. Isn't so, so, so I went with Tola, Senna mm-hmm. Dodo, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Because yeah, I, 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 I just went off in my imagination, and I was like, "If your dad's name is Dodo, yeah, you gotta have some great stories at these reunions." <laughs> that's yeah, that's very true. the lineage of that name alone. Yeah. is probably worth a really fun family reunion, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if they're all named that, can you imagine? You know, going to a party like the old days where they would announce everybody as they came in. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Golly. This is... Son of blah, blah, blah. But I can imagine, you know, son of Pua, <laughs> grandson of Dodo. And everyone's like, yeah. Or they're yeah. like, 
weird names in that mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. You're like, it's that side of the family. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We decided we'd come up with some random categories and we did not talk about these first. Or did we do Greatest Warrior first? We haven't done that one yet. Okay. Greatest Warrior. Again, probably an obvious choice for some, but, but we're going to go with probably the unobvious choice, right? For others. Right? Some of us might. I'm picking Shamgar. Mm. I just, I love when anybody picks Shamgar. Shamgar's my, my, he's my favorite. He's my dude, man. <laughs> I really want to make a shirt that says something on it. I'm pretty sure that when I spend an eternity with the father, one of the first people I'm going to look for is Shamgar. After this, yeah, I didn't know who he was before this, yeah, but. I'm, I'm pretty stoked about mm-hmm. just hanging with Shamgar for 10,000 years, learning stories that I didn't know because they weren't in the Bible. Yeah, that that actually will be really, really cool is, yeah. So. What was this really like? Who else we got for Greatest Warrior? I did the woman with the millstone. Yeah. I was like, she's using whatever she has. <laughs> she is not letting weapons get her down. She's, she's like. scrappy. I don't care if I don't got a sword. I got this massive millstone. I'm just going to boop right off the edge and kills him. But well, doesn't actually kill him, but. Right. He's about to die. See, that's why I wouldn't have chosen her because she doesn't actually finish the job. Oh. But that's a whole other situation. Mm-hmm. We can talk that. We can debate this later off off air. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're such a big deal. Yep. All right, James, who you got? Greatest warrior. My first thought was Shamgar also. But then I was like, Jael. Was like, mm. tent peg lady. Tent peg. Like, mm-hmm. she could, she's like spy levels. Like, she could sneak in, like, pound a peg in your head and just get out of there. Nobody even knows. Yeah, that is really true. Lures you in, and then you did. She's like Black Widow. <clears throat> or like a Black Widow. Lures you into the nest. <laughs> all right. So I asked everyone here, all three of us, to pick one or two categories. None of us have heard what the others have chosen, but we want to do this fairly quickly, lightning round, and we're coming up with these like on the spot. So what's a category that you thought we should have used, a superlative that we should have given someone and then we'll try to throw a name on it really quick. So, what we got? So, I did most likely to survive a zombie apocalypse. Okay. That was mine. Okay, so they got to be scrappy. They got to have skills that maybe other people don't have. I've got skills. I'm going to go with Gideon here. Because hmm. he's a magician with 300 people. <laughs> and, and, he's uh, a dancer and I was a magician. Well, I love it. You also need to have dancing skills to kind of break the, you know. Mm-mm. In a zombie mm, apocalypse, yeah. you got to stay light on your toes, man. You got to know what you're doing. If they're the fast zombies, yeah. I'm going with Gideon. All right. Who are you going with? I'm, I'm going Shamgar. Like, Staying with Shamgar. Yeah. Like, he, he could, if he plowed down 600 mm-hmm. of oh, them, like, some damage. you got some slow walkers, like, he's going to he's gonna be going through thousands. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, I chose Jael. Okay. Because I was like, she's by herself. Her husband's somewhere else, and she can hold her own. She's like, I don't need, I don't, I can, yep, I can do what I got to do. All right. All right, what other ones we got? Here's one of mine. Most likely to burn down a village after eating a cold Hot Pocket. (laughs) I'm looking for a very specific individual here, and we're all going to agree it is? Samson. Samson. Right, it's got to be Samson, because he's so angry with life. Oh, gosh, he's so angry. Right. He's totally a gut person. He would figure out how to do it in, like, the most interesting way. Totally. Like, he got- And we'd all be here for it. We would, like, Mm -hmm. what you got? He burnt down a village with foxes with right. tails tied together. Like, imagine a cold hot pocket. But you know what I'm talking about. You put a hot pocket in the microwave. It comes out. It's burning it's your. It's so burning. 
it's burning your hand on the outside and you're like, this is so sweet. You yes. take a bite and the inside is frozen and you're like, are you kidding me? Or you take two bites at the end and then you take another bite that's more towards the center and it's cold and you're like, I have to put it back in and then it changes the <laughs> and whole it's dynamic. it's not possible. Yeah. And you, so, so the internal struggle that you're all feeling is what it's I'm talking sad. about and it causes Samson to go nuts and kill everyone. I know. I'd yes. be really intrigued. I almost feel like if I lived around that time, I'd almost want to do these things to see how he would react. Do you think that he would have Hey, Samson, you want a Hot Pocket? I just warmed it up for you, buddy. Still frozen. Ha! What you going to do? Like, you, you just want to go around and poke Sam- all of Samson's buttons. Not his eyes, though. Those don't exist. That's sad. Too soon. It's too soon. You're picking on a blind man, James. It's messed up. All right. What category did you pick up? You all said right. it's very creative. I want to hear this. I- who would be the ugliest eater? So, like, the one that, like, oh. really annoys you. So, like, eats with their mouth open, like, smacks huh. their lips. I think it's Barrick. You know, what's so funny is I honestly was going to say the exact same thing. Because I just see Deborah looking at him all the time being like, stop doing that. Why are you, why are you eating He's like annoying. That? Stop that. <laughs> He's annoying. So why wouldn't he be the most annoying yes, eater? Yes, I totally thought Barrick. Oh, that's He'd so funny. He'd be the one like... All the time. Okay, we don't need that. You're welcome. <laughs> All the listeners are going to love that. That's like anytime I do Hebrew, it never like, oh. Yep. <laughs> that was gross. Yep, that's how I think. James, who are you picking? I, I didn't really pick one oh, for that okay. one. You just wanted. I, I just wanted to hear where you guys Some gonna... people just like to watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably would have went with Eglon, though, just because like he he seems like he would have. He's eaten everything already. That's like, really who cares true. what he looks like when he's, he's eating it? He's big, so you're just like, oh, he's eating again. Like, <laughs> That's true. That is true. I do have one more, but I want it to be last for the reason of the okay. thing. So, okay. so does anybody else have another category that we have not shared yet? Go for it. One me. more. All right. So, imagine if they all had phones. Which one would be most likely to drop their phone in the toilet? <laughs> uh, do we have a James category? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's it's got to be a Bimelech, right? Taking his dad's ephod. He's <laughs> like, finally, my dad's dead. I'm taking the ephod and I'm taking this fel- this cell phone and I'm gonna I'm gonna take over the world. But I gotta go to the bathroom first. Five minutes later, oh my gosh, what do I do with this? Or do just I, lost it. Where'd it go? Do I put it in rice or do <laughs> I do I just leave it down in the in the hole? I don't know what to do. This is so messed up. Do I actually take it out? Yeah, I'm going with the bimelet. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think, who would that be? There's part of me that just wants it to be Jephthah, <laughs> <laughs> because it's just like. You had one daughter. Like it's like seriously, yeah. He doesn't handle his possessions well. <laughs> That's a good point. I like that. That's yeah, very, very I, true. Yeah, I think it could be him, especially like I just imagine his wife being like, "You did it again!" Like it's like a, you know. Yeah. It's a it's a it's thing bad. that happens often. It's bad. Mm-hmm. All right, last one. Most likely to be picked last at recess. <laughs> Uh, I'll take Dave. Okay, and I'll take Mike, and I'll take. Uh, I guess I'll go. <laughs> Mimi over here, over here. You actually can just you can be an alternate. I guess I'll go. Do with... you want to be the ref? <laughs> so who we got? Oh, most likely to be picked last. Well, it's not Samson. He'd be picked first, even though everybody would kind of hate. Like right. they pick him because they're like totally. yes, but then when they're on their team, they're like, man, I hate this. Why do I do this every time? I hate that guy. I do yeah. this to myself every no, time. Nobody like, likes him, but he's yeah. the best. <laughs> he was such a physical specimen. I don't know why he can't walk in a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> why can't he throw a ball? What is this? Which, if he couldn't walk in a straight line, that makes that gate story so much better because it would just be like carving in the in the ground as he's walking. The gate up just the takes head. him yeah. here and this there. This is not good. 
I mean, there's part of me thinking maybe Micah would be last. Oh. Like, I feel like he's kind of a, the spoiled brat, so mm-hmm. he'd be like the, come on, guys. He's also the me. one that just turns around and goes home after he, he's like running up to the Danites. <laughs> hey, you took my stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah. And he's like, never mind. <laughs> yeah, so he's a pansy. No one would want him. Who else would be a good one? I do like that. Picked last at recess. Yeah, he got That's picked last one. at recess. Can I pick three? Go for it, please, because you're, you're probably well, you're probably in the list that I'm gonna go to. <clears throat> I, I gotta make. I'm I'm not good with names. I hate the, the end of twelve. Is that what you're looking for? Dude, go to go I, to the end of twelve. Mm-hmm. Is that yes. what you're looking for? Yes. Go for it. Ibzan, Elon, and Abdon. Yeah, I just feel I feel, I feel like they're in their own little clique, and yes. nobody likes them. And they're together. They're like a yeah. one. You, if you take one, you take them all. Mm-hmm. And out of that group, I'm picking Ibzan. I just think no one knows who that guy is. He's got like he's back. He there. had to pick people from outside to bring in totally. to marry his daughter. Totally, like, yeah, his sons. Yeah. Nobody wants to be him. All right, that's all right, it that for our, that's our first superlative episode. <laughs> I, I, liked I, I can it. imagine we might do this for every book because that that could be fun. There's some there's some fun characters coming down the road that mm-hmm. might be fun to do that with. The last thing we wanted to do is sort of the the fun recap part before we do like Erica and I interact a little bit on some theological things to think about. Uh, oh, which, we are, which is, are we? Which is really, <laughs> by the way, that's really the point of this podcast. But we like to have a little fun while we're, where we're getting there. So we don't want to just. I, we, well, and this is how we would actually talk about it in general. This we is would pretty much our life. We do a lot of dumb things. things. And then all of a sudden we bring up some really good stuff. Like when I'm counseling someone, a lot of times we have like all these random rabbit trails. And then at the end, it's like, whoa, that was, I did not see that coming. All right, so we're going to do a draft, four rounds. Best character from judges. It doesn't have to be a judge. It could be anyone. And we want you to totally interact with us on Instagram or Facebook. We want you to tell us your best four. But understand, we aren't maybe going to get our best four because, you know, Erica might move up in the draft to grab a quarterback to unseat her quarterback that she loves so much, Aaron Rodgers. Too Sorry, soon. I brought Too it soon. up negatively. So what I did is I have a, I have a random number generator here. I'm going to give James the number one, Erica the number two, and me the number three only because of where we're sitting in the room. But I have one, two, and three, and I'm going to hit generate, and whatever number comes up first gets the first pick, and then so on and so forth. We good? Mm-hmm. Pick number three gets first pick, so I'm, I'm so first. You get Ready? First. All right. Random generator, one. So James right. is going to go second and, and Erica go. is going to go third. Right. Okay. Mm. So our draft is set. I'm going to pick first, which I am super stoked what, about this what, right what, now. What are I'm we drafting really for? Is this like. You are picking your four people. I, I don't care. It's just like your dream it's, team it's, of it's the judges. judges. It's just a team. We're mixing all the so, sports together and you're making a team. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be like, don't think about it that way. Just think about like, if you had a character in judges that you could have on your mm. team. And I don't care what it's and, for. Yeah, and it can be like, who would you, want? you think this would be like the most fun team, the most, like whatever, mm-hmm. however, or you're like, I want to stick it to all of you and I want to try to pick people you want to pick, whatever you want to do. Totally. There's no mm-hmm. strategy here. It's only just, but once someone's picked, you're not allowed to get them. Or maybe this is my quarantine house. Right? So we just did the last pick. <laughs> who, who am I going to hang out with? The last pick at recess was our last superlative. This is the opposite of that. Who is our number one mm-hmm. pick? And since I get to go first, Shamgar. <laughs> He took I it. was I so excited to get Shamgar in the first I round. Shamgar. Uh, I would just like to thank my parents for giving me this <laughs> opportunity to be here today. I think it's pick, rigged. It's all rigged. Pick Shamgar. I'm about to I'm mute gonna you, throw Mike. myself out of here. The first pick of the 2020 Judges Draft for the Yamcast podcast Shut goes up. to Shamgar, picked by Chris Dukenberg. 
Oh, and we lost, just lost Chris's mic. Well, it looks like we're having some technical Bummer. difficulties. Um, Chris isn't going to be able to talk for the rest of the episode. <sighs> well, I might as well mark off Shamgar on my All right. list. Pick number two. All right. So sad. Oh, and we didn't say that this is a snake draft, which means Erica's going to get to pick I twice. Get to pick twice. Hmm. Pick number two of the 2020 EMCast judges draft. Goes to James and James chooses. Ehud. Ehud. I like Ehud. All right. Ehud's that's, that's a good fine. one. That's fine. I like that. Mm-hmm. Now Erica's going to have right. two picks um, in a row. I'm picking Jael. Jael. The tent, tent peg lady. I mean, let's be real. She's going to bring some fun to that party. So party, I, she you know, might whatever be the it's going to be. There at the end. I still want your <laughs> picks. You still one of my picks. Because, like, she's going to be some fun. Um, <laughs> what? I don't want to know how you hang out with your friends, but that could be, wow. Like, she'll have great stories, yep, you know, that sort of thing. That's and true. then I think my other one, oh, gosh, I don't know. It's hard to go back to back. Are you guys going to play Pass the Peg at your <laughs> 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 I was like, what are you talking about? I get it now. Okay. my My next one. I am going to pick, oh my gosh, I don't know. It's so hard to choose because I can't choose now for like three more picks. No. So I'm I'm going to, oh gosh, I don't know. It's so scary. I need to, okay, because I have ones for different reasons. Yep, but you got to pick one. You're on the clock. I'm, I'm going to pick Samson. Okay. I think he, well, I mean, he can carry all the stuff, right? He can just carry all the stuff. Yeah, it's a great idea. Plus, and, I think... And you can make him mad. And then plus, I think with all of your Enneagram and your counseling background, you could probably change him. Oh, if you just try word. hard enough, I bet he could become a really good person in your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually why I want to bring exactly him in. Exactly right. I, I want to make him soft I see and a wounded artistic. Duck and I want to fix him. So, so I'm going to do that. So when you guys come over, he'll be painting and he'll be like... <laughs> With Cooking? no with no eyes. <laughs> this is the greatest painting I've ever done. Samson, oh. it's a pretty much a bunch of lines on a page, man. This is messed up. And right, then he James? gets super mad and breaks it. And How's it we looking so far, Samson? All right, but... that was the first pick of the second round of the 2020 right. Yamcast Judges Draft. All right, James, what do you got? James has pick number two in the second round. I'm going with Abdon. Abdon. He, he, he's got enough money to buy 70 donkeys. Yep. He, he's going to fund my whole entire team. Like he's, yep. he's more of a sponsor than like a part of the team. Yep. I like would we, agree. We, we only wear sponsor. his name on our jerseys because we have to. <laughs> <sighs> I like it. I like Goodness. it. That's a good one. Nice job. All right. Third pick in the second round. Chris, <clears throat> Chris Stukenberg in the 2020 uh, Yamcast judges draft chooses Deborah. Take her off my list. <laughs> Taking uh a wild card stab at this. The fact that she can talk to the Lord alone, she seems to be the only person in the book of judges that actually can do that. That's huge. And I, before I make my next pick, I'm going to ask a question that has no bearing on my next pick at all. Is the angel of the Lord up for grabs here or is he not allowed to be picked? I mean, you can pick anybody. The angel of the Lord. Right. <laughs> I should have gone with that over one, but, but I, I like how my team's shaping out. I, I think this is a steal in the third round. First pick. I think it's the angel of the Lord good. being well chosen done. in the first pick of the third round is a, that was a steal. I, I'm going to thank, uh, you know, all that negative draft energy that came out about him and how everyone talked about how he was going to slip down the board. I really appreciate that opportunity to grab yeah. him. James pick number two in the third round. Goes to. Now I have a question that has nothing to do with my next pick. 
is is the tribe of Dan up for grabs? I think so. All right, I'm I'm taking the tribe of Dan. Oh, that was <laughs> That's awesome that you both had that. I didn't. <laughs> Because uh, what's so funny? I'd never even thought about using that one, and you man, both thought of it. That's you. really cool. That I, totally... I never thought. I never thought so about the James angel of the Lord. Chose the <laughs> tribe of Dan. Oh, that my is, lists folks. I, I want them are all. Getting less that was less. a stunner. We did not see that one coming. I am. I am flabbergasted right now by the reality <laughs> of that pick. It just shows how wily and uh, shrewd. James DeWall is that he's able to go grab individuals like that in the third round and no one saw it coming. It's just amazing. Oh man. All right, third pick of the third round in the Being 2020 cast judges draft Erica chooses. Okay, this is also hard. I've got four left on my list. I'm trying to decide. Erica Haas is on the clock. Um I also don't think that's going to do anything. Um, okay, how many? How many? How much time do I have on this clock? You got two in a row. <laughs> okay, pick your top two I'm, out of that four. I'm going to pick for the same reasons that James picked Abdon. I am going to pick um, Micah for money. Micah is going to be my my money horse. <laughs> So is he gonna go by the name Eminem, Micah for money? Yeah, Mike, yes, Micah, I like it. I Micah like actually it. is never going to play, but she picked an awesome bench manager who's going to be able to finance the whole team. It's yes. good. Mm-hmm. And the first pick of the fourth round, the final round of the 2020 Yamcast judges draft, Erica Haas chooses. All right, so, um, oh gosh, I forgot. I got to choose again. Okay, um. Trying to pull it up. Okay, so I chose Micah. It's hard with the last one. The last one. The last hmm. one. Hmm. So, um, I think, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got three. I think I'm going to choose Delilah. Oh, I have Samson and Delilah. Ooh. Ooh, do I really want to do that? Ooh. This team just got real dysfunctional. Um, in, oh, I kind of forgot. Do I in, really want to do that? In a hurry. Um, Great start, bad finish. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, I had to talk it over with my with my general manager, and he was thinking, no, that's not a good idea. So I am going to go. I'm actually going to go with Barrick. Okay. Because he won't ruffle feathers. He will just go along with what ends up happening. He doesn't want to be a showboater. So he's going to be more of an, an assisting role on this team. Okay. He's just going to get the ball to Samson, let's be real. All right. Yep. That's my, that's my team. So just so everyone's clear, the manager was walking up with the Delilah pick and then had to immediately turn around when the cell phone rang and ran over, ripped the piece of paper apart, wrote down another name, and then walked yeah. up to the front. Because realized it was a very strange moment in this draft. Realized turmoil could be happening, and all the fans were booing. But then they figured out where she went, and she was actually—they were really happy with the choice that Erica yeah, made there. Yeah, I, I think so. We, we just had a replay of the whole Steve Harvey. And yes, the, yes, that's and, exactly yes. what that mm-hmm. was. Yep, yep, it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Delilah, I really wanted you, but James, you made some choices that James, weren't good. James has the fourth <laughs> round, second pick, his final pick of the day. James is going to go with. I, I don't know. No, isn't it hard? 
I, I just take like to take these few moments just to thank my mom and my dad. <laughs> I want everyone to go back to the end of the last podcast and listen closely to the nine numbers and what part of the body makes the choices. And then I want you to go back to this podcast and think about which part of the body is making the choices here for each of these people. It's like Jeopardy. It is. Who you got? It's not a real team. I know. Make a choice. <laughs> it is I'm hard, trying, though. I know it's hard. I'm trying to remember who, who you guys all picked. But it's completely fake. No, I've got a list mm-hmm. if you need to see the list. I mean, there's still a lot that can be chosen. Oh, I'm, I'm going to take Jephthah. Okay. Wow. All right. Wow. Good. Jephthah actually got chosen. That's amazing. I'm going with Jephthah. J- Jephthah. Jephthah. Is he going to have his name pr- like mispronounced all the time? Yeah, totally. Just to annoy him. All right, final pick. All right, the 2020 Yamcast Judges Draft. We're going with Tola, son, okay. of, son of Pua, grandson of Dodo. All right. Partly because with a family tree with that many amazing entertaining might I add names Mm -hmm. this individual will keep all the road trips very short because we probably have dozens of stories about the great the great journeys done with Dodo or with Pua Al Pacino it'll either be really short because you don't notice how fast the time goes by or it'll be really short because you give up and go home really fast either way I'm I'm down with either one Mm mm-hmm so what are some of our like honorable mentions like we we wanted to but mm. I mean obviously mine was Delilah <laughs> but do we have any others where you're like I was really thinking about this person I thought about Delilah but I'm afraid of what her she seems like the negative person who would pull the whole team down oh, okay so she was on my list last night but the more I thought about it today I was like I don't want anything to do with that because if all of my people end up with no hair and and their eyes plucked out it's probably not good for my team Whatever also, sport we're playing. Because I also thought that she would be really good at, like, she can get people to do what she wants them to do. I mean, it took three times or four times with Samson, but yeah, she can wear you down. So depending on the sport that we're playing, yeah. you know, if it's like cricket. If, if, if it was it's tennis. Cri- right. If it's cricket, that's going to take yeah. six days to play She'd it. She'd probably be really good. By the end of the third day, the other team has gone home because they can't handle Delilah anymore. Yeah. So that'd be, that'd be a valuable thing to have. Any others that didn't make the cut? I thought about Elon just because, I mean, like, if everything goes wrong, we can just go to the moon. That's right. There we go. Oh, that would have been a good one. Yeah, yeah Elon was on my, on my list, but He'd I didn't, be, I didn't yeah. really want to pick him. I also thought about Caleb, but that's not really – he was kind of like the very end of the last period and the beginning of this period, so I nah. – Well, and I also thought about Axa, his daughter, or however you say her name, Caleb's daughter that marries Othniel because I was like, she's a go-getter. She wants something, she she makes it happen. So I was like, I kind of thought about her too. Yeah. But she didn't make the cut. Cool. All right, there's our awesome teams. So our first draft, go look at it, Instagram or Facebook mm-hmm. to find out who who picked who. And then, like I said, let us know your, your top four. You know, you didn't have the other two people barking at you, telling you which one you're not allowed to have. Because I would have had Dan and Shamgar. But we want to know. <laughs> we want to know who you would have chosen. Uh. Your best four from judges. All right, we wanted to close out this recap. We're, we're going to do this with each book, this part for sure. Just a couple of things. And these are probably going to be, you know, former pieces of, you know, either the Yam Spot or the uh, 
let's get practical moments. Like mm-hmm. it, what are some of the things from judges that you felt definitely needed to be pointed out as we close the book? Well, I mean, it's, it kind of is why we started doing judges in the first place where we look around this world and we think, wow, it's really messed up. Could it ever be any worse? And then we look back at judges and that's part of why we did judges to kind of show you that it, it always has been bad. Like there's all, I mean, that stuff is not good stuff. And so just kind of showing you that even back then they had issues and struggles and, and it was in part, it was because of not following God. And so, um, yeah, so that's mainly why we even did it in the first place. So I think it's just a very good example of what can happen when you decide to go your own way. And as we talked about last week, like you wake up and you're like, how did I get here? You decided to do what was right in your own eyes. Yep. It's kind of like a Truman Show moment where you just look around and you're like, hey, what's going on here? Is everybody watching me? This is crazy. I can't believe this happened. And if you start to run back, the story gave you everything you needed. You just, you didn't see it. And that's good. I think the, the kind of the biggest takeaway for me that I, I just want us to ponder and, and really spend some time on. Uh, and it goes along with that point exactly, but are you someone who spends time just doing what's right in your own eyes? And this is why we did the book, absolutely. But there's a there's a part, of, and, and here's where I want to go with this. There's a part of this that we are so convinced that we're right about everything that our opinions about God, our opinions about church, our opinions about our family, all that stuff, we've made ourselves to be God in our own minds. And so we do what's right in our own eyes. And so I remember, you know, as I, as I was transitioning into adulthood, just so many things that I thought were absolutely right. And now that I'm a little further down the road and a little wiser and I think, uh, so, but I'm saying this with a great amount of humility, I think I'm more surrendered to the Lord than I was 20 years ago. Uh, I, I'm so glad that the Lord has broken my heart over and over again about the things that I thought I was right on that I'm not and given me a chance to come back to people and just admit, man, I messed up, you know? And the, one of the great travesties with the book of Judges is nobody ever does that. Nobody ever actually, you know, steps in and says, hey probably shouldn't have done this or they do, but we don't hear about it in the story because that's not where the narrative's supposed to go. It's supposed to go where we just feel brokenhearted at the end of it. And I have a lot of friends that at this point, if we ended their story today, their story would be told, you know, their gravestone would say, did what was right in his own eyes or did what was right in her own eyes. And part of why I was passionate about doing this book, theologically speaking, was if we can wake one person up from being someone who's just doing what's right in their own eyes, and cause them to go, maybe I'm not, and step back and go, who? maybe there's a better way for me to think about this, whether it's morality or whatever. Uh, that's important. And so that that was my entire heartbeat and passion behind the book. You know, Judges is weird. There's lots of fun stories. There's lots of weirdness to it. It's, you know, we talked about supernatural beings and all that kind of stuff. But even that, the supernatural beings chose what was right in their own eyes mm-hmm. as opposed to doing things God's way. Well, and that's what our society is telling us to do all the time as well. Mm -hmm. Like what's good for you is good for you. Stay true to your heart, whatever you feel like doing, whoever you feel like being all of that, like that's kind of being shoved down our throats. And so knowing that my 
what I, my eyes could actually be faulty and the things that I want could actually be faulty and that maybe I'm feeling like that today and not tomorrow. Like that's not – it should be fluid instead of like wishy-washy. And so hearing what happens when somebody else does what they want to do and then we're told to be doing that right now, that doesn't actually go with what we're supposed to be doing if we're followers of Christ. So if you're a college pastor or ministry leader that's ministering to college and young adults, man, we, are, we, we love you. We are so happy that you're doing what you're doing. If this has been at all helpful, use it. You know, Go maybe take your group through the Book of Judges next year and maybe use some of these insights and think some of this through. If you want nothing to do with that, but this has just been helpful for your own Bible study, praise the Lord. We just want to be used of that. We're going to turn our, our, our eyes to, to Ruth, which is really the pickup from where Judges leaves off. And she takes the story in a really hopeful, beautiful direction that we're excited to share with you. Even as we uh, started Ruth with our college ministry and young adult ministry recently, we all just felt like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't the the over, you know, uh, the over glooming story of of judges that just feels overwhelming. It it was just this beautiful ray of light. And so that's where we're going to head and we're excited about it. So hopefully you'll join us for that too. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Yamcast. You can check us out at yamcast.podbean.com or on any other podcasting apps like iTunes. We would love it if you'd leave us a review that is any number between four and a half and five stars. If you have any questions that you'd like us to answer here on the podcast, you can email us at yamcastpod at gmail.com. That is yamcastpod at gmail.com. If you'd like more information about us, you can check us out at parkhillschurch.com or on the app store with the Park Hills Church app. We are also on Instagram, so give us a follow at the yamcast. Holy shiitake mushrooms.